This is Bench Time with Todd and Brett Wiley from HOScaleCustoms.com. Bench Time is a model railroading podcast that focuses on the modeling side of the hobby, where we focus way too much attention on the small scenery and structure details of our layouts. Each week, we'll cover topics from tools and scratch building to current projects, and we'll also share our mess-ups and triumphs with modeling. Not that we don't pay attention to the trains either, we just get all excited about the realism of our scenery. So sit down, you fine-scale freaks. We're about to dive into the details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Episode 7 of HO Scale Customs Bench Time Podcast. I'm Brett Wiley. I got Todd Wiley with me. Say hi. Hi. Hey! Uh, so this is episode seven week set. Well, it's like week, whatever. I don't know. We missed a couple weeks. It's like week 15, something like that. Uh, we are now going to be doing this weekly though. So episode seven, week 15, who knows? Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff again this week. Got some new things that we're ready to open and we're excited about. Um, I have a big announcement. No one really cares anyways, but I am sitting in my brand new, basement studio it's 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 awesome so in the fall my wife and i bought new furniture and i didn't get rid of the old recliner it's some old crusty crusty nasty ass recliner and i i put it in the basement i didn't know what i was gonna do with it i because my trash company won't take it so long story short put my recliner into the section of the basement where the layout and my workbench is and i put a carpet below it and i got a table beside me with a lamp on it an old table and an old lamp i made a podcast studio got my microphone in front of me so from now on all my podcasts are going to be in my basement uh sitting on my recliner probably having a beer or two and uh i'm just glad to be in my old recliner so i officially have the ho scale customs podcast studio set up (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool so some night I'll have some night we'll do a podcast where we're not in separate rooms either and we'll uh not be uh doing it remotely. We'll we'll try and do a podcast here soon where my dad and I are both in the same room together. I think that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um I'm looking so, forward to sitting uh, in that recliner and uh having a beer watching you do some work <laughs> when we have a session. <laughs> or or if we have the hockey games or football games oh, on we yeah, can both yeah, yeah. take a break take that. a break and watch the football games from the recliner. Oh, that's right. We could have watched on Sunday we could have watched the hockey game from that thing. Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well so, uh, I'm not sitting in your lap. We'll have to get another recliner. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Come on now. Anyways. So that's that. Just a little bit of fun. Uh, We're going to get started here. And this week, we're going to go over a few new things. We're going to talk about our workbenches and the different types of workbenches we've seen, you know, from other people that post pictures of them. Our workbenches, I think my dad and I both have very different styles of workbenches. Uh, We're also going to talk about some of the work we got done this past week on Blackwater Cove, our own layout in the basement that I'm sitting right beside right now. We're also going to do a new thing. It might not last. We'll see if it lasts, if we do it every week. But we're going to talk about some of the music we're listening to as we're working on our models and our layout. Just kind of give you a glimpse into uh, our world of what we're listening to, what gets us amped to do some modeling. We'll also talk about our product of the week, and we'll both share 
as we always do, a detailed part and a tool for you guys. So I think now that we're started uh, and we went over what we're going over this week, let's start into the workbenches. How about that? Sounds good to me. I mean, I love my workbench. You go first. I want to hear all about I know what your workbench is so, like. I've seen You've been on my work. You've been at my workbench, and you've been you're, – you're familiar with it kind of. Uh the my workbench is uh it's an eclectic it's an eclectic uh mass. We'll just say that. So <laughs> there's a about a two foot by two foot area where you can actually get some work done most days. And other than that, it is uh you know, it's a it's a functioning workbench. It's just got useful junk everywhere. I think that's a good that's a good way to explain it. It is. You have everything on your workbench. It's. It's just. Uh, there's no. There's. It's. To me, it's chaotic. But. <laughs> and I'll get into that. In a you, bit. you go ahead, man. You always. You always have a hard time finding like the simplest things on my workbench, and I'm like, oh, it's right there in front of you, and it, it's in like a a pile of stuff, and there's just a glimpse of it peeking through. But listen. I get, it, it it serves its purpose. It's a homemade workbench. It it's it gets cleaned when I get tired of seeing clutter and I'm and I have no more room to work. Then I clean it and it's clean for about a day until I work on it again. And then it's a mess. It's immediate. I swear, the instant I sit at my workbench, it just becomes a mess again. I have no idea how it happens. <laughs> yeah, um, I notice when I when I and that's the thing when I go to your workbench and I'm not used to it and I go in and I'm like. What the hell is it? I'm I'm trying to find you know, an exacto knife on your workbench, and I know you have one or two or whatever of them, <laughs> and there's it's nowhere because it, it's not my bench. It'd be like if you came into my bench and said, you know, I need to find you know, Todd, you know, Dad, what where where is this? Yeah, I'm not gonna I, I'm gonna you know, you're not gonna work at. I'm not no I don't know where the stuff is on your workbench. Um, I'm not frustrated by it. I just have to ask you. And then what? Usually, when that is the case, your hands are full with something on the layout itself, and then you're like, "Oh, well, it's right there." And I'm like, "Well, I don't know where <laughs> right there is." <coughs> Anyhow, oh yeah, <clears throat> and then and then I have to put. I I, I usually give you a, some kind of odd instruction, and it's like right in front of you once you move something. Yeah, yeah, it's but, it's all cool. It's a it's a homemade workbench, you know it. I love it. And it it's got it's got like two by fours hanging off of it, and nails everywhere, and hanging stuff on it. It's it's definitely a homemade workbench. I made I made it out of scrap wood, but uh, you know I think the best thing I did with my workbench is I have I go so non model railroading tip here, guys. Go to Lowe's in an, in the paint section in the back aisle of the paint section. There's a a rack of clearance paint. It's all there's always mix, weird paint that they mix and someone doesn't pick it up or it got mixed wrong. I don't know why it's back there. It's it's on clearance. Anyways, I have a whole bunch of clearance like whitish shades of paint that I buy for like two dollars for a gallon. So what I did when I made my workbench was I took my clearance cheapo paint that I got from Lowe's, which is good paint, it's just no one else can buy it, and I painted my workbench white. So I can find all my parts. If I nothing gets lost, well, stuff gets lost on my workbench. We'll put a picture of it up later. It's, it's, it's a, it's beautiful. I'll just say that. And uh, it's a, uh, 
but what's nice is I painted it. So once it gets messy, I just clear it off and I paint it again. I just keep putting white paint on top of it to keep it uh, fresh looking. Yeah, it's a great idea until your mom decides she's going to stain rocks on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that didn't work good. No, I I had to repaint. I had to repaint the whole workbench. <laughs> we're not going to let her stain rocks anymore. But uh, we're not going into. The, we're not going to go into that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, what about what about yours? What's uh, uh what, what? How would you explain your how style would I of workbench? My style of workbench. That's a very my. You know, I, I the room that I had to work in isn't very big. Okay, I'm saying maybe uh, twelve by twelve, somewhere in there, and uh, it's got other stuff we store in here. You know, this is like a spare bedroom or spare spare storage room area. And uh, we turned it into an office because the actual other bedroom we could do it in was your old room. And uh, we turned that into a sewing room for your mom. She's uh, really good with needlecraft and sewing and, and that type of thing. So, and that's been that way for years. And I can't really just write, uh, if I want to continue to live in this house, I will not kick her out of that room and take it over for my own purposes. Like, you know. But, um, so, um, I had to make room in here and I bought a workbench, um, from Harbor Freight. It is just this black workbench. It's really actually nice. I'd say it's, uh, six foot, uh, maybe not six foot, maybe five foot long. Um, not real long, but, um, it has a, a back, uh, a backboard on it, this pegboard with a, which I love as a really nice pegboard backing it's all a steel construction frame um and it has uh, an overhead light with a back shelf that's high up uh, maybe three feet three feet up two and a half feet three feet up from the uh top of your workbench surface and it's got a mm-hmm. fluorescent light built into it it's got two drawers lots of room underneath on the bottom shelf but the, the workspace is is pretty nice for what I want to do with it. And then of course I have a bookshelf over here and I, and on the bookshelf, there's, there's no books on it. It's all like model stuff, extra spare, you know, uh, spare kits and projects I haven't gotten to yet, which is a million of them. Um, and like, I'm sure like everybody else's, but my workbench, um, it's very orderly. It borderlines on OCD um, I'm sure that Brecken Brecken agree to that when he sees it. I like everything in its yeah. place. I like everything in neat and orderly fashion. When I'm done, I I usually clean it up and put everything back where it goes. Um, I like I have on it. I have some um, racks for small tools uh, like jewelers tool. It's a jewelry like the jeweler tools that you get, like small needle nose pliers and things like that. They have a rack that's made for jewelers and you can, ha- you can like lay them on that. Um, I have coffee cups with paintbrushes and they're all sorted according to different, you know, different sizes and things like that. Um, we're going to take some photos and show you on our Instagram and Facebook page sometime this week, um, our work- different workbenches. Um, but you know, little containers that have different, tools that i use are here or hanging on my on my pegboard in the back on the other end of it on the one end on the corner i have a new tool that i bought and it just took up a big chunk of corner to workbench um and that is a dremel a new dremel tool um which i had a dremel tool but i got i got a new one a little easier to hold in my hand 
and, um, and a Dremel workstation, which uh, works as a drill press, a benchtop drill press. And I right. have, have it. I toyed around with it a little bit. I'm still working with it, uh, but that takes up the one corner. The opposite corner has a it's a rotatable swiveling, um, like a lazy Susan type thing. Um, but it's a it's a storage cart or storage turntable like with different um, pockets of shelves and. You know, um, places you can put small items and paint bo- paint jars and things like that. Um, it is actually a cosmetic. Um, a cos- it's, it's for holding women's cosmetics. It's for all your makeup. For makeup and things like that. Um, yeah. And it rotates. It's for you when know? you used so, to have all your makeup and then you just empty it now and use it for your model railroading. Right, exactly. And it's, 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 it rotates on, you know, on its base and it's, it's really nice. <laughs> and then underneath on the shelf... I have one, and this I highly recommend for people with their workbenches, um, or you know, for storing their paint bottles. Um, you can order expensive containers or, I guess, holders for your paint jars from like Micromark and a couple other places, um, and they're and they're nice, I'm sure. Um, but the, a lot of the paints that I have are I have this craft two ounce craft paints we talked about last week. And um, I have a wire metal rack that they sell at the craft stores uh, that holds those. And this this one here holds 100 and, 112 bottles. And I have that on the lower shelf. And I have another one full with 112 uh, on a shelf behind me. But the work the workbench has got all my glues in certain in a certain place on the top shelf, and you know all my tools in working order. I love it. The one of the most important things, actually two most important things, I think that serve your workbench uh, well. One would be the healing, self-healing mat. Uh, it's a cutting mat. You can pick them up at craft stores and pay a fortune, or you can go to the Walmart and buy one made by Fiskars, who makes the uh, scissors, lines of Fiskars, and it has that's what mine is, yeah, yeah, and and it's it's you know it's good size. It's I think it's twelve inches or maybe thirteen inches, thirteen inches I guess by you know uh, twenty inches, and uh, it's it's just enough space, but. It, um, that it takes up doesn't take up too much of my workspace. It's enough to work with. Um, but the nice thing about them is you can cut on them, and you don't have to worry about um, you know bitching up the top of your workbench any. Um, I, I love that, um, and I've always had one. If you don't have a, a cutting mat, I highly recommend you getting one. You can pick one up over, like I said, at Walmart for you know ten to twenty dollars. And uh, if you go to a craft store, uh, you're looking. Um, at double that, but then keep in mind if you have a fifty percent off coupon, like we talked about before, uh, you can get them at the craft store for much less because they don't they don't right yeah you can get the fifty percent off on this. The other important thing on a, on my workbench is my lighting. Um, I, I talked about this one other time too, so I won't dwell on it too much. But good lighting uh, really brings everything into focus on your workbench directly over your, your, over my mat or your working area where you're directly working with. Um, I have, I use Ot lights. They're extremely bright. Um, you can find them in craft stores of all kinds. 
Uh, usually they're found in the sewing section, as I mentioned before. But they they cast a lot of nice light to them. And the ones that are coming out now are LED, so your bulbs are lasting a lot longer. Um, they're worth the money. They cost a couple bucks, but they're worth it. They and they they're not so bulky that they take up a lot of your uh, workbench top. So, um, right, yeah. I mean, that's my workbench. I love it. I love my workbench. I have little hooks and stuff on it, magnetic hooks. That's a good thing about this bench being uh, cast in metal or steel frame or whatever they have um there's i you can buy those magnetic hooks and put them all over the place oh yeah. my gosh and i can hang up you know a lot of your That's small a, detail parts that come in plastic bags and things you buy at the hobby shops you can hang them right on the hooks it's great that's the one thing nice about my benches it's uh it's made out of wood yeah so uh, I could just drive a nail into it anywhere I want and hang my new thing, yeah. whatever I got, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a new uh, tool or new, new whatever, whatever the hell I want to hang, container, whirly gig, who, who knows. And uh, I just put a nail or a screw in it and hang the next thing on it. The, uh, the other thing you were saying about containers, uh, I, as people on the podcast may know, I have, I have young kids, so... Our daughter is uh, nine months old. The good thing about having a nine-month-old is we get a lot of formula, a lot of formula containers. Now, they're not exactly the budget. <laughs> they're not exactly a budget container because you got to spend twenty-five or thirty bucks a container to get them. But when they're out of formula, uh, I like to take them and uh, take them downstairs and wash them out. Take them downstairs and put a bunch of put a bunch of different things in them. Store them on my workbench for. Uh, you know, parts and knickknacks that really don't have a home. They make good storage containers. So, if there's anyone out there in model railroading that's looking for some cheap con- recycled containers and you got a young kid, reuse those formula containers because they work awesome. Yeah. Oh, small empty so, containers are awesome. Um, any mom- of them. I have butter ones, mm-hmm. butter, uh, the dishwasher pods. Uh, we, you know, we don't eat them. We don't advise eating them. That's a whole stupid craze. But the yeah. dishwasher pods, the empty containers yeah. are awesome for uh, just like I have one. I have it's full of old wood screws that I just saved. Mm-hmm. It, it, they're just great. So it, it's a good cheap way to put some storage on your workbench. I put little small detail parts. Yeah, uh, once they're painted or unpainted. Uh, when I'm working with them, and uh, or if I open a new kit that has a lot of uh, diecast parts in it, yeah, um, right. I will put them in these uh, pharmacy. Uh, well, they're the pill, pill con- pl- empty plastic pill containers uh, from the pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and your mom ha- usually hands me a handful of them every couple every couple weeks to a month, and uh, and yeah, they're, I got piles of them. I maybe had too many, right? And um, yeah, they're great. Little empty cups. Uh, hey, this is funny. Um, you know, you get the Italian ice that you get at the grocery store in the plastic cups. And after I'm yeah. done hogging one of them down, then I uh, I uh, wash them out real good. And they're great for mixing paint in or, um, you know, any any type of, you know, plaster type thing or anything you have to mix. Oh, yeah. Up. They're awesome. Anything that's disposable here where that you want to mix stuff in. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's awesome. I love, I love my workbench, and this is and, and that's the thing for everybody that's out there. I mean, you want to make your workbench? It's your domain. 
It's your world. Right. It's your little man cave place where you go, or woman cave place. Um, it's your escape. For me, this is where I can come and chill out, relax. You know, nothing gets to me. I don't have to. All your stresses of the day, if you have any, I usually don't have too much. Um, but this is where I go to unwind, and it's my own little place. I don't ever get right. tired in here, and. Um, you know, it's just very comfortable because you make it how you want it. And uh, that's the most important thing, I think. You want to make it as efficient as you can as well. Uh, what works totally. for you and your, and your style? Like you said, you you like to be... Mine's, mine's a little messy and eclectic. It's eclectic style. I, I like to say eclectic, not messy. But, but you know what? You get a lot of stuff done. And sometimes my OCD habits... Or I don't say OCD, but you know I'm very. Uh, it's got its anal retentive style to it. No, and, I know what you mean. Yeah, you yeah. you're you're sometimes you get a little bit more focused on uh, the organizing or where stuff should be, and then less, you know less done it gets away work. from you. Right, but and, for me, for thing. me, I just I just keep working and plowing through it until I realize I don't have any room to work, and then I clear I clean it, and then I get to town again working and working and working until I have to clean it again. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you always have like a, a jar or something that's sitting there with dried out paint in it. It usually has yeah. several, it usually has several different colors of paint in it. Yeah, speaking of, that's a good transition. We, this weekend, we're we're gonna just start talking about stuff that we were working on this week. This mm-hmm. week we added a uh, a six foot a six inch wide by uh fourteen foot long section to the layout, right? And uh my dad and I were down here working on it it's going to be a waterfront all it's going to be all water and um the we we painted the base coat of the of the uh the plywood before we put the water down with the mod podge and the gel medium we painted it with a oh excuse me oh man i'm drinking high life right now and it came up wrong anyways (laughs) uh so so we painted the base coats on the on the plywood Sunday night. Well, last night, which is which would have been Tuesday night, we I came back downstairs to work on some stuff on my workbench and I went I was like thinking I go, "Oh, damn. I never cleaned out that cup and I got to put a second coat of paint down a blue." Well, I ran over really quick like like running after like running over to the cup after forty eight hours of the paint sitting out was gonna make you know save me any <laughs> you was gonna save it. me you that extra five it. seconds of it drying. <laughs> and uh I went over and uh, the paint was still perfectly wet. I sent you a picture of it and so that cup of paint sat down in my basement for forty eight hours. It didn't even dry. I was worried I lost a good brush, but we were good this time. But I've often lost the many of brushes by leaving them down here by accident and uh letting them dry in the cup. <laughs> well, you know, we mix so much damn paint in that cup uh, to try to get the shade, of, the c- correct coloring shade for. Uh, oh, it won't water. dry till July. <laughs> we just get pouring paint in. It didn't look right, so we add a little more. We add a little more. Next thing you know, we have this giant uh, glass. It's, it's actually a drinking glass, a short drinking glass, and it was completely. It's like a rock glass. Yeah, yeah. It was completely. Uh, completely full almost with the paint with the mix god forbid we had to mix again and make more you know we didn't ever oh, no, we, match that <laughs> we have we have enough we have enough to paint another four by eight sheet of plywood probably 
Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> well, you can draw that funny. back up and save it. But um, it's it's a uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it takes a while to dry when it have that that kind of volume in it. So. Oh yeah. But but. <laughs> yep. yep. So uh, so we worked on a little bit on the layout this weekend. Do you want to go into um, what we were trying to do with the the plaster? You want to tell everyone about our plaster well, issue? I kind of want to go into it, but I'm kind of still pissed off about it. I've been pissed about it all week long, actually. Um, I a long time ago, I used to I built a layout before Brett was born, and I used and poured my own plaster roads um, with plaster Paris, and I you know I, I put footers down with uh, small strips of balsa wood, and I put little railroad spikes through the balsa because it's so soft and right into the foam core of my layout on my, um, you know, on, to make the roads. And it was like, like footers. And, uh, I poured the plaster in and, um, it turned out awesome. And, uh, and this is, this has been 28, tw- th- about 30 years ago. Um, and I also, I did my sidewalks the same way. Well, I wanted to do our roads uh, to our city. Uh, we want to make them concrete, and I was going to do the same plaster type uh, that I did years ago because it did turn out so well back then. And I guess somewhere in that time, I forgot how to mix plaster. I didn't really think much about. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. I, you know, old minds, old yeah. minds get to be a little foggy. Hey, yeah, <laughs> easy now, but um, it's. Um, yeah, I made it too thick. I didn't add enough water to the plaster and, and I had what, what I felt like I had to work with time-wise when I started pouring it was like three minutes before it started to harden. (laughs) (laughs) No sooner was I pouring this shit out. I'm over there, I'm over there painting the the base coat on the water and you're over there going, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Look over, it's coming out like. It's coming out all globby. I just had to throw it all down and say, the hell with it. I'm done. I'm out of here. I, I don't have time for this. Uh, I, I, <laughs> just, I, I was getting myself so upset about it. And, you know, when I and I, I think that's part of this hobby. You, you have to look at it and go, you know what? I could have just as easily said, okay, it failed. And, and, and that's, a, you know, it failed. And I accept that. And I had to learn from that and uh, or relearn from that. And so what? It dries up. And what? Then I take a chisel or whatever, and I chop it up, and I get rid of it, and I try again. Yeah. You know? But yeah. at that you, point, you lose, I was... You lose a $4, you lose a $4 box of plaster, you go buy another box of plaster. Yeah. And I was so angry with myself, uh, just because I... I think I was more angry because I failed than, it, than if I, you know, that... I think that's why I was frustrated. I just wanted to, I actually wanted to throw that whole dish across the room, smash it up against a wall. Uh, I was so, uh, there would have been plaster everywhere. I was like, I got to put it, put it down, Todd, put it down, put it down, put it down. Something bad's going to happen. So find something else to do, whatever. And I, I was like, I looked at Brett and said, oh, you know what? Bag it. So what we're going to do instead, I believe, is we're going to try a different uh, alternative method. I'm going to go with um, the, um, uh, compound, uh, some kind of a uh, patching compound, uh, like uh, you know, 
uh, spackling or something along that lines. I saw some videos on YouTube, and all you people who make those wonderful YouTube videos, uh, thank you for that, by the way. Um, and when I do do that, I will give the credit for them whenever I show it to everybody on, a, on our how-tos. Um, I will give the credit to those people in that video that I saw for that. I don't know who it was off the top of my head. Their stuff turned out fantastic. I'm going to give it a whirl. I go on in with a new approach. I'm actually very excited about my failure. So that's what you take from it. You you mess up. So what? You get mad, whatever. Put it away for a little bit. An hour or two later, you'll calm down. You come up with a new concept. Try something new till you get what works. And in the process, you're learning. Right. So, yeah. yeah, if you don't... If you don't learn, uh, what the hell is the point? Right, right, exactly. So, so yeah, that's what that's what I was working on. So basically, I accomplished nothing on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I did, well, you I, learned something. Yeah, you I learned did, something. I did and learning, some space. learning is always the key. So <laughs> you you came away with something. Anyways, right. so I I um I was working on the scratch build, which. I think if you're on our Instagram page or our Facebook, you saw it. It's kind of a funky little scratch build. Uh, it looks kind of like a normal building, but it's got a weird roof line. I don't know how it's going to work. It's got a gable and it slants backwards. So we'll see what that looks like. I don't know what it's going to end up looking like. It could look awful. If it does, I think it's going to look good. It's just, yeah. it's just bizarre. You are like master of bizarre roofs. I just don't want to <laughs> make it easy. I don't want to make it easy on myself. Yeah. Well, look, it's gonna so, be it's gonna be cool. I can't wait to see it done. Yeah. So I was working on that, uh, and uh, it, so, so that building, anyways, is gonna be a five and dime store because I figure our city needs. We have a lot of like. <laughs> it, it might not speak well to us. We probably shouldn't say this, but we have like, we have a ton of bars and liquor stores in our layout, and we don't have any like. We have we don't have any like regular people stores or uh, you know the common folk places. So I figured a a five and dime store was fitting. <laughs> we do have a lot of bars, man. If, I, our, if our our town like our town likes to drink, apparently so, because everybody and their mother has some kind of bar. All all the uh, manufact kit manufacturers they all have some kind of bar. I mean, you know, I think if I was a kit manufacturer, hell yeah, I'd have a bar. You know, the bars are cool. All guys want a bar on their layout. So Buddy provides one. Well, and then some guys, they, they say, you know, you see one kit manufacturer, you go, I want that bar. And then you see another kit manufacturer goes, you know, I want that bar. <laughs> Next thing you know, right. you got a whole mess of bars. So, um, yeah, we have liquor stores and bars and a, a topless. Hey, you know place. what? It's a, it's a harbor town. It, yeah. It's what they do. Sailors had to go somewhere, man, and let let yeah. off some steam, man. You know, yeah, right, right. You gotta have we'll, your we'll CD district too. So, <laughs> yeah, we got a CD district. Yep. Yeah, sure. So, uh, so yeah, it's a five and dime store. Uh, I I got some pictures up of it uh, earlier in the weekend before I painted it, and I I painted it. I um, I'm, I'm starting to lift some boards on it now, and, and and I have everything else ready to go. So, really, all I have to do is. Uh, Work on the windows a little bit, make some uh, make some shades in the window with some masking tape or like you like to say duct tape, and I will, uh, <laughs> and then it's ready to glue together. So, yeah, that's what I got. That's what I'm working on. 
Well, on my workbench is this. I'm still working on this damn boot. I love the boot, the damn boot. But <clears throat> I'm still working on the Seaport Model Works boot. Um, there's a couple reasons for that. Last week when I talked to you, I thought I was, uh, to you all on this on this um, podcast, I thought I'd have it done. I don't have it done. You know why I don't have it done? Why don't you have it done? Olympics. The, day, the Olympics are on, <laughs> man. And I'm like, I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, I'm like sucked into my television set in the living room uh, watching the Olympics. It's, you know, last week was it's it was cold and miserable. It was a great way to start this last, well, the weekend got a little warmer. But, you know, still, it's I, I can't miss out on that. I'm not going to miss. No. No, you got to wait four more years for the next Winter Olympic. Why are you going to yeah, miss two that? two weeks, man. Two weeks. So it, it drew me away. So I come running in here, and I do one little thing. And then I run back out, and I'd watch, like, an hour's worth of Olympics. And I come back in here, and I do, like, or if it's a hockey game. We had some hockey games on. Um, the we're, we're, Brett and I are both Washington Capital fans. Don't hold that against us, by the way. We oh, love hockey. Oh, my life heartbreak has been Capitals. What's that? The Heartbreak Capitals. Yeah, Heartbreak Capitals. Well, we love all hockey. It doesn't matter. We, we're a hockey family. Um, it was a part of our lives for a while, too. And, in fact, a part of my, my livelihood. Uh, so, it was... Um, uh, so we were drawing the hockey. So there's the hockey game one, and I come in here between periods. The next thing you know, I'm right out there, and I'm banging away at, uh, at, at one little project. And I'm going to be getting one or two things done in 15 minutes to go out and get the next period. So that's where I'm at on the boat. All I have to do now is put the rigging lines on and then weather it, and it should be done. Uh, the podcast tonight is going to be my excuse for not getting that done tonight. Um, <laughs> yesterday I was sick and missed the day of work, um, was not feeling well. And, um, I took the day off and thought, well, maybe I'd be feeling better in the afternoon. And it wasn't the case. And, uh, I just, uh, I needed a day to rest. I'm all good by the way. And, uh, ready to go again. It's just a stomach virus thing or something I ate. Maybe, uh, I had uh, some hardies and I think that might've been it. So, um, but, <laughs> um, no, so that's where I'm at on that. My up next uh, tonight. If I finish this up tonight, I start this Bob's Bait and Beer from Casey's Workshop. Um, I've been I've had it on my bench since uh, November, and um, I've, I, I kind of want to get to this right now, and I'm looking forward to that. It's just a small structure. I think I talked about it last week. So that's my game plan. Still, that's where I'm at. Cool, cool. Well, um, that's really all we got working on right now. I think the one new thing we wanted to hit on was music also. So yeah. I've been in this we I've been in this weird I don't know why. I don't know why it happened. I was I was like flipping through music uh on my my uh my Google Play and I found a bluegrass radio station. So this whole week I've been listening to uh bluegrass music while I'm working on my, my layout and my models down here in the basement and I don't know why it gets me all pumped up like some weird, you know, some weird thing deep within my soul got all fired up when I was listening to this bluegrass music. I just wanted to dance around in my basement. It was, it was, it was strange. So I've been on this bluegrass music kick while I've been working on my kits and stuff. So uh, we'll was, see how long that lasts. Well, you next week it'll probably be, next week will probably be like death metal or something as weird as my music <laughs> tastes are. 
Well, you you had a plan on Sunday when we were down there, and I was like doing a foot tapping dance across the the floor, <laughs> the, like it's old Rocky Top or something, whatever the hell it was. And uh, and um, that was that was that was uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it was it's like deliverance uh, I, in my I basement. It, actually, it was something strange and different. Uh, I don't normally listen to that. Um, I'm not against it. I have pretty wide music taste, but yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to know what yeah, I do? So, yeah, what are you, uh, what well, are you listening to lately? Oh, uh, when I'm working on my workbench, lately it's been country music. Uh, and not your twangy, crappy music and not your, some of the newer stuff that's out there from uh, some guys that I really don't care for uh, that make it sound like if you have a voice synthesizer and uh, you can't cut it in the pop music world, you try and make a country song. I'm not into those people. Uh, But I listen to some country music and um, some of the more popular stuff that's out there in in the last 10 years. Um, I love to listen, and it sounds silly, but it calms me. Uh, It makes me feel good, too, is... Like Frank Sinatra and uh, uh, yeah. rap, stuff from the Rat Pack, um, old like old Dean Martin and stuff. Yeah, old Rat Pack stuff, and uh, it's weird. I, I wouldn't listen to it in my car. It's not something I'm going to listen to as I drive down the highway, but it is something that I can listen to while I'm working at my workbench, and um, uh, I like that. Oh, since we model, you know, World War Two era Americana, um, right. I, I, I try and find some World War Two era music on uh, my Google Play um, playlist and stuff. I have some stuff saved, and um, it's yeah, there's some stuff in the 1940s, early 19, uh, late 1930s um, that was World War Two popular music back then. So I'll pop that, I'll pop that on just to kind of get me into the mindset. I love my you know my old my rock and roll, not that hair band stuff that your mom listens to. Um, I, 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 don't get me wrong. I grew up on that too. And occasionally that's fine. Um, but I'll pop in some Van Halen or something like that. But, uh, generally, um, it's, it's remarkably at my age in my fifties, early fifties, by the way. Um, (laughs) it, Ah. I, I do like some of the newer hard rock that's out there. Um, so I have some of that saved and, uh, I listen to that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm into. I like everything. It's good stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what would be really neat is if you're listening to this podcast, get on our Facebook page or our Instagram and, uh, comment on like one of our podcast posts and let us know what you listen to. Yeah. If you listen to music while you're working, we want to know. We yeah, might we'll like to try listen. It. We, li- we listen to everything. Yep. We listen to some weird, crazy, Crap. you name it. Beastie, we listen to the Beastie Boys to <laughs> Disturb, to Beastie Boys to Disturb, to Frank Sinatra, to what we we're bluegrass music. We were listening to some like nitty gritty dirt band this weekend. We listen to everything. Yeah, so we listen to some the, techno party music one time. Yeah, like some like <laughs> some electric, elect, you know, some EDM and some trap music. We listen to it all. We we don't discriminate against music. So if you got a favorite kind of you, your favorite, yeah, your favorite model railroading or modeling music that you listen to while you're at your workbench or in your layout room. Let us know what it is. We might listen to it. We might like it, and we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out on our podcast here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yep. Cool. So let's jump into uh, our product of the week. 
This is a pretty cool one. And I, I, I think I talked with you earlier when we when we were starting the podcast. Just so you guys know, and this is a side note, when you listen to our podcast, it's usually about 45 minutes to an hour long. But in reality, it's probably about two hours of uh, my dad and I talking previously, getting set up, and <laughs> trying to figure out every week what's going to work for us and not work for us. So it's a, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour ordeal for really only about 45 minutes worth of uh, audio. So, so so before we got to talk – before we got to recording this, this podcast this week, um, when I got home – our new kit came in the mail. It's uh, it's from Casey's Workshop. I know we've been talking about Casey's Workshop and their and his stuff a lot recently, but he's got a lot of great stuff. And they recently reached out to us and offered us his brand new kit, the Blue Slipper Tavern, in exchange for us to work on, put together, and add our creative flair to, as well as to offer to our listeners as a discount. We'll be posting some blog posts about how to do it. Uh, some things that we might have changed on it and just our general review of the kit as well as some links where you can go and check out his kit where you can buy it. Uh, how could we say no? We, we're getting a kit to work on you know, and to share with you guys and uh, we're going to just be able to push this awesome kit out to you. So we'll be working on it over the next couple weeks and sharing the progress with you through our pages on our podcast and our Instagram account and everything. Uh, but in the meantime, you can head over to caseysworkshop.com where he's also given us a special promo code. And you can use the coupon code HOScaleCustoms, all one word, for $10 off the Blue Slipper Tavern kit. So if you like it and you like what we're doing with it, with what KC gave us to work on, you can go over there and you can pick up your own kit and uh, you know add it to your layout. It's an awesome looking kit. It's a wood cut, laser cut kit, but it's a brick doesn't look like wood. It'll end up looking like a brick structure. Uh, this code is exclusive to our HO Scale Custom listeners, and it will get you $10 off this cool kit. So head on over there. Check it out. We're going to put it together. We appreciate KC for hooking us up with a kit. We hope you guys like all the stuff we're going to share about the kit. And it just came in in the mail, so we're going to go over it right now. Uh, the description of the KC's Workshop Blue Slipper Tavern kit is... It's uh, the blue slipper based on the prototype and its iconic sign in. I'm sorry, I'm going to get this town name wrong. Uh, Onacama, one comma, Michigan. Onacama, Michigan. I, I'm not good at pronouncing that. Um, the slipper is Casey's second laser engraved brick structure in our product line. This kit was originally included in our super limited Cameron Street corner kit and will be the only structure from that kit released individually. We have made a couple slight changes to this version. Such a... We have... Oh, man. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a good reader either. I can't count. I can't read. What am I good for? We have made a couple slight changes to this version, such as the laser-cut bar sign on the roof. Uh, This structure would look great in the original sandstone brick color or in a normal red brick color. So we picked it up. We're going to add our own little flair to it. We're going to talk about it as we work on it together. I think you and I are both going to collaborate on this I'm kit. I'm pumped to get started on it. I really it's am. A, I it's got a, some ideas. Oh, guess what? It's yeah. another bar. We're, we got another bar for our, <laughs> our layout. Bar number 10. Well, you know Holy what? cow. I looked this one up. I actually looked up that blue slipper uh, in that town in Michigan. It's cool looking. Uh, did you look it up too? 
Yeah. The original, it's awesome. the actual one, I Googled it yeah. and went to it and, and actually went down the street level and checked it out. It is pretty much... It's pretty much like that bar, man. It looks it's, exactly it's like it. It's going to be a lot of fun to put this together. Oh, yeah. I I think it would be it would be wise to uh, for us to print out the like photos of it on Street View. Oh, definitely. And kind of try to photo match it as best we can. I mean, I know... And, and he did a good job. If you look at the pictures alone on the kit, the, yeah. the, the kit is built, like, right, I mean, to the T. Yeah. It looks exactly like it. Yeah, but it would still be cool. Some, and with the added signs and stuff, it's going to look, it's going to even look, it's going to look better in the building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So, so you know, why not? We'll add bar number 10 to our layout, whatever. <laughs> so, that's our product mind, of the week. I mean, it's <laughs> normally, I think we've been... Yeah, a lot of drunken sailors. It's all right. I think uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the products we've been featuring have been kind of you know smaller products. We haven't really gone big on any products yet, but uh, we just picked up this kit, and I think it's gonna be you know I think it's gonna turn out really cool. We don't have many brick structures on our layout. We have a lot no, of so wood perfect. structures, so this will be great. It'll fit in perfect. It'll add some contrast to our layout because. We are obsessed with uh, clapboard siding. We, we, if there was ever a, a real fire, like a hypothetical fire in our layout city, uh, <laughs> it the whole like it'd be the like the burning of Atlanta. <laughs> it'd be like yeah, Chicago. It'd be like the Great Chicago Fire. The whole city would just be gone because a cow kicked a lantern over or something. I so, love, I love the fact that these that you know KC's uh, is is putting that together in the you no know, we. I have yet to do any of the bricks uh, that are laser cut into the wood, and I'm really excited. Well, I'm really excited I about think that. The only, I think the only brick we've done that's been laser cut in wood is the the tiny, tiny little outbuilding building that went on your REA freight kit. It was a yeah. tiny little section, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, that's so the this will be one. really it awesome. Turned out, that turned out good, too, but I'm looking to do it on a bigger scale. And it's right. nice to see these. Uh, I've seen it now with KC's. This is great. I think there's some others that do it. But um, it, I, I'm excited to see it because not everything is done. Not every building was is should be wood clapboard siding. And um, exactly. And, and the plastic. A lot of your no. I'm not knocking plastic kits, but a lot of the plastic stuff. I yeah. don't think brings it not necessarily brings all the detail out. And it's sometimes harder to work with, but uh, right. Know, and, and you know, you but can plastic kit bash the plastic often. I mean, and and we've done some plastic kits. Yeah, and the, and we've done some plastic kits that look really awesome, and we've done some plastic kits that maybe it was us, or maybe it was the kit. They yeah. just look like plastic. Right, and then like I said, I did that hotel. It was all plastic. Oh, it was and all that great. looks awesome. That would turn out. And that awesome. was a, it's, it's a time and that was a DPM it. kit. Right, right. Well, actually, so, it, I don't know if it was was it DPM. Yeah, yeah, it's a DPM. It and yeah, you know, yeah, that was fun. And um, but yeah, this is going to be really exciting. I'm really excited to try that kind of uh, laser cut uh, brick uh, yeah. surface. I'm really excited so, about that. So that's our product. If you want to check it out. You can go to kcworkshop.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Slipper Tavern. If you go to his website, kcworkshop.com, or just Google KC's Workshop, and you click on the Craftsman Kits 
menu item. It is at the top of the page, the Blue Slipper Tavern HO. Uh, it's $79.95, but it is just looking like it is an awesome kit. So go check it out, and uh, we're going to post pictures of it as we work on it. We're also going to post a couple articles as we go. Um, just kind of giving you tips on how to build the kit. So we're gonna we're gonna unbox it and kind of uh, give everyone a step by step on the kit when we're done with it. So that would um, be so fun. You know, if, if you're following along with the build, if you're following along with us on the build, at the end of it, we're gonna post a uh, kind of a how to or how we did it and how we kind of made our own variations on the kit. And uh, even though it comes with instructions, we're gonna do our own little. Uh, kind of review of the kit when it's over yeah so that's the product of the week and i think you are gonna have the detail part of the week detail part of the week well i got these things i've had them for a while and i'm just now getting to them i've done a few they're a lot of fun they're uh small detail parts and of junk piles and cabinets and stuff these are by uh made by rusty rails and um rusty rail company and they do a very fine very fine detailed casting um i'm very very happy with them uh they show a lot of lot of embedded detail into uh workbenches and and trash cans and boxes of parts and things i got a whole little tin of them here i'm gonna be hitting these things up i'll take pictures of them throw them up but they're pretty cool um and i'm excited that's that's my detail part this week and uh hopefully I, I did a couple earlier and they turned out before um so i'm look, looking forward to this that's cool that's cool it. yeah um, and uh you also have uh what's your tool i know you my, have a unique tool this week i do have a unique tool a couple couple podcasts ago i was uh pretty much bitching about the um manhole covers remember that yeah, and, right. Uh, you know, why can't these companies make some manhole covers and not charge me an arm and a leg for some circular discs? Okay. And I bought some. Don't get me wrong. I still haven't done anything with them yet. And it's not because of the Olympics. Uh, it's just uh, <laughs> I've had them a while. I just, you know. So, but, but I think I'm, I wanted to save them before I got to them to see if I can find as a, te- you know, as a, as a way to compare them to something else so I could design myself, I'd, you know, keep a couple of them and not paint them yet. So, right. um, I went, we were at the store, I was at the store with your mom a week or two ago and, uh, AC Moore's, they have a section, all the craft stores have one little small section that's geared for a uh, hobby lobby does as well for your architects and, and, uh, you know, mechanical design people and they have these green templates um they're made of plastic uh they're clear like a clear plastic and they have like different ones with you know squares one with circles and i have my hand here um one Mm -hmm. with um you know odd shaped triangles some of them make like furniture for you know for uh building design that type of thing um but these are circles. They're made by Art Alternatives, uh, Circles Inking Template. And uh, it has all different circle radiuses. It's just a template you'd use a mechanical pencil to draw through. Okay, it's a reusable over and over and over again. It has from a 1 and 3 8 size all the way down 
to a one sixteenth size di diameter hole. Okay, and and it's got maybe I'm I'm guessing thirty different circles on this, and I found it, it, this thing and decided I'm going to attempt to make uh, some manhole covers on my own on a piece of I'm gonna try I'm gonna try some uh, uh, light uh, plywood of course uh, and probably in the you know one sixteenth or three thirty second size. And uh, if not, then um, if it doesn't work on that, I'm going to try it on some um, cardboard, like uh, like when they get um, the cardboard you use on, on your roofs and such. Um, right. Yeah. And um, I'm going to try it on some of that and uh, see how it works. And once if it works out well for me, uh, I'm planning on this tool uh, being uh, the provider for our circular... Because uh, it's not easy to get a, a perfect circle when you're drawing on some of your material. And uh, right. this template it allows me to do that. My thing has been trying to cut them out. I made a couple successful cuts here today, um, but on the wood. So uh, the, the key will be, uh, it's a new part of my step. That's my new tool. Um, I figure it's got all these different circles on it. And I'll probably have a hundred different applications in the future I'll be able to use that with. So we tell ourselves right. when we buy a tool to justify it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a new tool. I know I can use it for a hundred things. I'm buying I'm going to get a lot of uses out of this. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have to have, I have to have this because, uh, because yes, I do. I have to. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's it, because you know why it's not on my work page. Because I don't have one. That's right. Because I don't have one. It's not there. So I have to have it. You know, it's, it's a, I guess it's a disease with modelers in a way. I don't know if it's a disease or what, but um, it's uh, something for me. If it's I a, see something it's a, unique, it's an obsession. It, I'll get it. Yeah. It's just an obsession. It is an obsession. It is an obsession. Like I bought the Dremel tool the other week. I was telling everybody about the Dremel I bought. And uh, I bought that Dremel and I decided. Uh, Hey, I already had some Dremel accessories, but I guess I just don't have enough because for nineteen ninety nine they had this thing a hundred and sixty accessories. So I was like, all right, I already sunk the money into the tool and into this uh, extension thing with a it has a, a cable uh, cable right. cord that comes off of it, and you can use a smaller pen like Dremel, and then of course the workstation. I can't. <laughs> uh, I, I'm buying this extra tool parts because there might be something in that pile of parts that I don't have. I mean, the, the accessory uh, tools that you fit in your Dremel, you know, your grinders and your, you know, your carving tools and such like that, uh, sanders. Um, and I had a whole mess anyway. So I got home and opened up the pack and some of them are duplicates. Well, so... Now I got a whole mess, you know, and I probably shouldn't, I probably wouldn't have needed to buy it, but I did. And now I, now I got all, yeah. oh, now, well. there's nothing I can't do with the Dremel right now. So, right. but and I got some doubles and then I'm going to give them to you. So, Hey, Hey, there you go. I got your old Dremel tool from, That's right. so, from I, your I, new ones and I'll just have a bunch of bits now. Exactly. So uh, there's some extra ones there from your pops. There you go. I will uh, reap the uh, I will reap the reward of your mistake of buying duplicates. Yeah, but it was like it was it was impulse buy, and I don't do that a lot. I don't impulse buy a lot. That one there, I impulse buy, and now I got like too many Dremel attachments. <laughs> right, but 
Yeah, so that's my tool. I'm looking forward to drawing these uh, circles on here and see if I can make some manhole covers and put them all over our layout since it is a primarily a city. Um, I, I want to try and give that look because I think it makes the roads look amazing. I just don't feel like paying uh, $10 for six little manhole covers. So, um, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Um, so that's, it. that's, cool. it. that's well, all I got, my man. That's all I have. Uh, I think that is a wrap for the week. I am amazed we kept it within an hour. We did. We so, were moving too. Yeah, so. we covered a lot today. It was good. I think, uh, I think it was good. I think one thing I just want to give a shout out to, we have uh, got a ton of Instagram followers and Facebook followers, a new, a lot of new Facebook likes and a lot of new Facebook followers, but we've also gotten a ton of email, uh, like uh, email update subscribers on our, on our website this week. And uh, we went from, we, we went from like uh, 30 subscribers to 120 in seven days wow. so well i just wanted to give a, a big thanks to anyone that's subscribing to our email list on our website basically the gist of that is every friday right after the podcast posts uh and is live we'll also send out a recap email of the week which will also include a link to the podcast it'll also include any new blog posts we've updated from the week and anything else cool that we want to share? It could be anything. It could be a product. It could be a new a new post. It could be you name it. Cool picture, uh, whatever it is. We're gonna share stuff on there. So every Friday around lunchtime ish, um, uh, right after the podcast posts and is live, if you subscribe to our email newsletter, you will receive a new uh, update every Friday just before the weekend starts. So you can go into your weekend with some new stuff to try for your model railroad. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's all I appreciate I got. everybody doing that. I got a lot. Just, yeah. just to add on to that real quick is uh, I know you want to continue with that, um, but uh, I got some pri uh, private messages and things like that. Some people that yeah, I got a few too. I got some emails some as well. Questions coming in. People asking about how they can do some things. If we can, if we know the answers, we're going to try and help you. If we don't know it, I'm going to tell you flat out. Uh, I don't know how to do that. I haven't done that. I'm not going to make some crap up and try and, and you know, and, and blow smoke at you and say, oh, this is how you do it. If I don't know or if, I, or if I've not had good results myself uh, or Brett has. Right. Um, we're not going to we're not going to do that. So um, hopefully so far, everything we've been able to pretty much help with. And some of the questions have been just amazing. Um, I recommend I everybody has some ideas of things they want to hear about or see us post uh how to's on please let us know um we'll, right we'll see what we can do totally i got the one the one big contact that's what i got from the uh from the website and it actually came from a uh a podcast listener i think uh no actually it came from a blog post but he was just asking us some some tips on water and he uh he um he does a uh I, and you guys are gonna hate me for saying this probably H O N three. I have. Is that a larger than H O scale? That is probably. I'm sorry. I don't know. Is that it's bigger H -O than H O? It's H O okay, narrow that, gauge. So, so it's smaller. Okay, it's smaller. Yes. Just to There you go. Just well, to show you. H O and H O N three. A lot of the, your parts and models and kits and things like that are pretty yeah. compatible. Yeah, they're all completely okay, compatible. Okay. Well, that just goes to show you. We don't know everything. It's a trash. I'm not. 
I'm not the uh, I'm not gonna be the self-proclaimed expert. Right. We're learning as you guys do. Exactly. Anyways, I got a I got a contact from a a guy named uh, Blaine, and he he asked for some new stuff and some new ideas on water because so, he read my uh, my post about making water, and uh, I just didn't want him to think he was forgotten. We will cover his question in a future post or podcast, and uh, I just wanted to make sure he knew that I got his email. So we'll cover his questions a little later. I just didn't have an answer right away to get back to him immediately. So, Blaine, if you're listening, uh, yes, I will get back to you with an answer, and I will do so as soon as I can. So that's that's all I got. That's all I got, my man. It's time cool. to... Well, it's time to Same thing, guys. The Olympics. <laughs> I am I am gonna be glued in front of the TV till I fall asleep watching whatever it is, the luge or who knows. I I, I like watching curling. It's satisfying for some reason. I, I love curling. Oh. It's like it's like watching a good cornhole match. It's like shuffleboard. <laughs> I love it. I love I love uh I love it, watching it the be, curling. It, they should have beers. They should be allowed to have beers out there. I think. I think uh, I think the curling team should be allowed to have should be forced to drink a beer. So if oh, yeah. if your if your curling stone gets knocked out of the circle, you have to chug a beer. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of uh, neat. That would really make totally. it interesting. That would liven that yeah. game up a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or if you if you if you uh, if you if you get your your stone into the the house, I think they call it the house. If you get it into the house, then the other team has to drink a beer. Yeah. Something like that. Who knows? Make it a little interesting. You know, that it would never happen, but we can all dream. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, we're both going to go watch the Olympics. Make sure you check out our Facebook page out, our Instagram page out. I know there's some new blog posts coming out in the next 24 hours. Hint, hint. Go check that out. Make sure you go to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Customs. we got some cool stuff on there. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure you go to HOScaleCustoms.com and sign up for our email newsletter. You will get that email blast every Friday with our updates and some cool, like, probably not on the blog stuff, uh, just some neat little things we're going to throw in there. That's all I got. How about you? Are you done? I'm good. I'm I'm pretty right. good. Uh, you know everything. That, that 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 email blast is totally free. We're not. That's the only thing we're sending you. We're not sending you yeah. something every day. You know that's it. We it's once a week, every Friday around lunchtime. You'll get an email blast right before the weekend, and it's just it's basically a recap of all of our articles from the week. If you haven't been following us through the week, or you're busy and you didn't check our blog out for a few days. There might be some stuff on there you missed, and we're just trying to update you on everything we've written through the week. Yeah, hell, I can't uh, even keep up. I, uh, we right. got Instagram, Facebook, uh, Pinterest. Twitter. We got our blog. We got our uh, website blog, and then we have this podcast and all the you know having to write articles for the blog. I, I don't. I and I can't even keep up with it all. It's it's, it's crazy. I'm kind of. You know, breaking into the social media here, and I'm loving it. It's a, it's it's so a lot fun. of fun, though. We're, having, we're having so fun with fun. it, and uh, we 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 love the interaction we're getting already. We hope to hear more from you guys. We want to hear from everyone that listens. So, if you have a chance, get on any of our different mediums and just send us a message or comment on our stuff. We just love to hear some feedback. We've we've already been getting feedback. We love it. We just want to hear from everyone. Get some opinions. Get some suggestions. We want to hear it all. So uh, with that, I think we're all just going to go watch the Olympics now. Yep. Happy mile. I'm out.
All right, later, guys.